Welcome to the First Baptist Church podcast. We're excited to share this midweek conversation with you as T. Hamilton sits down with Pastor Jerry Hendricks. If you would like to subscribe, find us on iTunes or go to fbcsweetwater.org. Hello and welcome to the midweek podcast of First Baptist Sweetwater. My name is Jerry Hendricks and fresh back from his back to school shopping, T. Hamilton. Yes. You were doing back to school shopping. I was. Not, but, not for me. But not for himself. Right. That's our good friend T. Campbell. <laughs> yeah, this week is Adopt an Educator, uh-huh. and we've been filling gift bags with gift cards and, whoops, I guess words out. It's all right. It will be. Uh, an, a really cool t-shirt that we have did this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, T. Uh, adopted a couple of educators. He's been out buying a few extra things. Yep. And... Uh, Fill in the bags. Delivering later today, right? Delivering later today. Yep. Yeah. So, school uh, Teak has been doing his back to school shopping. That's, yes. After this, you're about done, aren't you? Yes. Okay. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> For sure. Well, uh, it's crazy. Drove by the high school this morning. Uh, there, all the cars were there mm-hmm. uh, for their convocation at uh, Sweetwater ISD. And I saw our friend Toby. You're right. Oh he yeah, there. you told me that, and okay. so. Uh, one of our mutual longtime friends mm-hmm. teaches here in Sweetwater. And then, uh, so I, I said this morning in our staff time that it's, it actually feel it's the most normal I have felt since spring break. Yes. In terms of just the emotion or feeling. Now, what you're seeing outside and I'm, things like that. I'm afraid it's all going to come crashing down about two weeks into school. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> or, or it's, it's going to be. I don't know something all new. I guess. Yeah. Since I uh, think there's going to be a lot of new. Yeah. To uh, to putting all this together, but anyways, uh, uh, I live with uh, two educators. Teak lives with an educator. There's been a lot of talk about this semester and what that's going to look like, and we don't know for sure. Uh, every school district is uh, has a bit of a different approach to it. I talked to my sister yesterday mm-hmm. about uh, their schools, and so. Anyways, we're just going to roll the dice and do this school thing. It's a fluid situation. (laughs) Teak has been trying to bring back the word fluid, which we we overused the first two weeks of the pandemic. Or or five, six. Or five or six weeks. (laughs) Anyways. It's about time for uh, it to come back. No, I I think we've moved on from that one. But uh, (laughs) anyways. So here we are uh, Mm -hmm. on a Tuesday afternoon. Doing, trying to change up our schedule just a little bit uh, to do better work uh, for the fall semester. Right. And sprung this uh, the, today and decided we'll just go through with this and make this happen. See if it works. Yeah. We're, it well, so, yeah, speaking of things, changing, we're, we're in between series. Right. Uh, we've re-wrapped up uh, Abundant uh, Living uh, on uh, Live Abundant. Right. There I, we go. I, I realized through the course of the series, I said it in a number of ways. And it's on your shirt. And it's on my T-shirt, and uh, so uh, there you go. Uh, we're ra- we're wrapping up this series. Uh, it was really good to, to think through some Old Testament characters, let them speak into our life, kind of think, uh, do some, you know, reflection, evaluation of of kind of what we see in their life that we would like to see in our own. So uh, it was a good finish. I felt like on yeah, Sunday, definitely. Yeah, Moses is probably the most well-known character in. All of the Old Testament, I would assume. Right, you, you, unless you're looking at it and are just recall, have looked, have looked at it, you forget how much 
is dedicated to his life and yeah. work uh, in the Bible, and uh, there's a, there's a lot that's covered there. Yeah, there's a bunch. <laughs> yeah. How you fit that into that time period, I'll never know. Yeah. Well, well that you know, in ref, in reflection, which I use that word Sunday, I talked about reflecting. Uh, it's it's one of those things. If I looking back on that one, that I don't like. I think I said last week. I don't feel like I'm a good storyteller anyway, and to try to capture enough of that story. Uh, to move forward and to make a point uh, was challenging for me. So I'm going to steer clear of that uh, format in the future, I think. Or for a while. Yeah, until I fall into a trap again. Yeah, <laughs> it's do <a> something. <laughs> but uh, we did, you know, it's uh, it, was, it was a good series, a good P3 experience. And as we mm-hmm. look back on evaluating some of the things that we've done during this weird time, uh, it's... Um, I don't know. It's been, I know it, obviously it's been interesting, but it's been very good for us to, to yeah. be challenged and think think through how we want to do things. Very productive, and I think it's been good because it doesn't let you do things the same, and that's a tendency of the church in general, not just Fresh Pipe Sweetwater, but in church in general, that we get comfortable and we like things to be the same, and we like to know we like to know the order that it's going to happen in the worship service. We like to know uh, the exact time that the offering plate is going to be passed. We like to know you know what the office hours are, things like that. But this forced you outside of that traditional um, repetition, I guess. Right. It made you look at things fresh and see what life could be. And right. so it's more positive, the more positive side of the pandemic, I guess. Right. It's, it's one of those things, it's a, I, I think the healthy side of it for me was getting that place where it was an option day. Everything was optioned. Right. Uh, you could could put something together, but you wanted to make sure that you had a, a second or third option right. if something didn't work out. And it took a while to get accustomed to that, but I think we're in that world now and and operating in so many different ways uh, with that, whether it's uh, getting dinner somewhere or uh, or running errands, whatever it is that right. we find ourselves doing. But uh, as we look into the fall, there's a, a lot of things that, uh, I, I tend to wire, I think, my life and rhythm around an emotion, and I love the fall semester right. uh, and the push that we get from bringing folks back from school and kind of regathering and, and moving into a, a semester of school. You see the transition of new kids. We had uh, one who was here Sunday, one of our graduates. Right that uh, I didn't get to finish up conversation with, but I, I'm assuming that we might not see her again for a few weeks. She said that was her last yeah. Sunday. And so uh, it's been, that's been more difficult because we've not been able to really uh, experience that to the same degree that we have in, years, in, in a normal year. And then, uh, t- but today I got excited thinking about the new kids that are making transition right. into student ministry. And... Uh, so yeah, it's a it's a fun it's still a, a very fun time. With school starting, it's it's exciting because we now know that spring break is over. There we go. I was waiting for that. I there see what was. you did there. I probably it was bad <laughs> timing on my part to take a sip of water, but uh, and it took it would have taken me a while for it to soak in anyway. But uh, with the, with a little sip there, it was a little. I mean, that's what it was. Yeah. We took, and I think everything's getting back to it because over spring break we went to see the Spurs play the Mavs in San Antonio. Um, we went to watch a soccer game. Um, New Year's New Year's Day we went and watched a hockey game in the Cotton Bowl, 
and now all those sports are back and typically they wouldn't be going on right now so it's it's really it's still jumbled but it's fun and it's exciting and it's like we've finally gotten over this long delay and we're getting some semblance of normal back we'll see how that works out right well it's it is an interesting time so Sunday we start a new series called At the Table. Uh, that kind of started from looking at the the message calendar, the conversation mm-hmm. calendar that we put together, and noticed that uh, we had scheduled a, 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 a day in November prior to the Sunday prior to Thanksgiving for a a worship time called At the Table, mm-hmm. where we would take communion and and think forward. We've done this before after Thanksgiving, but uh, Thanksgiving, you've got that feeling of, of uh, everyone being around the table and right. meal and food and all that uh, celebration. And so we, it just struck me. And, and so I kind of moved some things around and just bounced it off you guys that wouldn't it be, didn't it seem right to, to talk about let's come to the table, right. whatever that table looks like uh, uh, over the next few weeks uh, to kind of bring that uh, regathering, uh, mm-hmm. at least as a mindset, yeah. uh, as a part of our spiritual formation, even though we might not be literally gathering. Right. But uh, we're looking forward to this uh, this series. Uh, one of the things that I'm striving to do during this series that we don't normally do is to plan an exercise each week that a person could either do on their own uh, with their spouse or with their family. And uh, this week it's going to focus on the table and uh, to kind of set up that mindset and series of discussion because uh, my hunch is most all of us have a table at our house. We do. Uh, More than one in some cases, maybe a breakfast table and a dining table. We do not. Uh, But what ours makes up for in not having two, ours is really tall. Okay. So we have a tall table. Yeah, a tall table. So, yeah. Well, the, the table in someone's home means something different to all of us. We've talked to, to some about the things that, uh, you know, the role that the table plays in their home. Mm-hmm. For some uh, uh, people, it's just a place to stack things, which uh, I have to confess to that one in our, uh, that that's what it's become with Sharon and I in the house that we live in. But that's only half so, of our table. Like oh, the other oh half, okay, I see, yeah. We have the half where we can eat, and then we have the stack on the other half. See, when there you go. I've just when you got a four-person table and two people. I've not been creative enough. Yeah, that's what we do. The stacks get really tall, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, but we all, most all of us have a table mm-hmm. in our home, and that table serves a purpose, and uh, it's that purpose varies for everyone. But uh, there usually is at least some time, even if it's at Thanksgiving or mm-hmm. Christmas or a special occasion where you're gathered around that table. Right. And when you gather around that table, you're usually there with friends, people that you know, and it's uh, something of something that's meaningful, maybe even a celebration. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're going to look at times where Jesus ate with people. Okay. And uh, this week we're talking about the story of Zacchaeus, and uh, I believe that Jesus invites himself to his house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> coming to your house. Yeah, it's one of those things. Uh, I don't know if, if anyone's ever done that, but uh, you know, it, it's probably a little different when Jesus said, "Hey." I'm coming over for lunch. You don't have to provide the kale salad. Yeah. <laughs> I already can do loaves and fishes if yeah, needed. There you go. But I'm coming over. Uh, so that's going to kick this series off, uh, talking about that. Uh, so you might want to look ahead into that story. And then we'll be talking about uh, he has a meal with Matthew, the disciple, when he calls him to mm-hmm. follow him. He goes uh, and eats at his house. Uh, a little 
problematic, I suppose, that uh, as he sets the tone for his ministry, that mm -hmm. Jesus doesn't eat with people who are just like him all the time. And right. then the next one is the uh, feeding of the 5,000. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we'll be taking, taking a look at that. And then we'll wrap it up uh, on the last Sunday of August with uh, a time of communion. And so uh, communion for us typically is done uh, in, in worship as a part of worship. Uh, and this is going to be done different. Okay. Uh, we'll have a time, uh, a way that we do it here uh, for those who worship with us live, but also provide a way for people to uh, participate in that special experience while at home. There's been a lot of debate about this in our circle, our th uh, theological circles and friends, uh, because we've talked about it early in the pandemic, but mm -hmm. opted not to do it. Uh, but uh, anyway, so uh, looking forward to this series and thinking about what it means to come to the table, to be at the table with Jesus. And so I'm really excited about it and look forward to uh, seeing how it develops for all of us. Yeah, this is one of those, especially the one with communion, one of those instances where a pandemic forces us to reevaluate what we believe and why we right. believe it. Because especially as Baptists, grown up Baptists from young all the way till now, we have such a rigid view of communion that really doesn't come from scripture. It comes right. from tradition. And so now the things that we've discussed, the things we've talked about, these are getting back to the origins of let's be biblical, but let's still find the, the meaning of communion as the body of Christ together. So it'll be fun. Yeah. And we hope to hear from our folks that participate in each of mm -hmm. these weeks and each of these steps and look forward to some interaction uh, in that way. So Anyways, uh, looking forward to Sunday. Hope that uh, you'll be able to join us either on our live stream or here in person. Uh, it'll be a great day and a great time for us to start a series together. So I look forward to being a part of your worship uh, come Sunday. See ya.